Welcome to the first Absolute Gaming Podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the 50th special of the AG Podcast. I'm... And finally, hello and welcome to the 100th episode of the AG Podcast. It's great to be here, great to have you all along. Obviously, it couldn't be the podcast without my uh, my co-host of now 100 episodes, the Ash Cohen 09, pushing the buttons. Welcome, Ash. Good evening. Yes, good evening. Um, it's great to be here. Episode 100, five years later, after the first ever episode. Um, Did you ever think we'd get here? No. Oh, I don't know. I mean, we've, um, we've come a long way, haven't we, from... Uh, when it first started, and the, uh, yeah. the 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 days of having to collate three pieces of audio and oh send it yeah. <laughs> at the start of the podcast, so before, yeah, a little bit behind the curtain. Before we used to do it on Skype and use recording software, we used to essentially get three voice notes from me, Joby, and Ash, or whoever was on, That's and it. we like right one, two, three, into and all start recording a, in, at the same time yeah. to try and piece it together into a, Goog- in, into a Google folder, and then had to yeah. try and collate it. Yeah, that was uh, they were the early. There was always days. an easier way than than what we did, I think. Absolutely. But we were just uh, just being a bit silly. Right, we have got um, an unprecedented amount of guests, so much so that I actually need to go on to Skype to remember who's in this call. So we will kick off with uh, somebody who has come armed with sound effects this evening. Uh, Satie, good evening. Good evening, guys. How are you doing, mate? You okay? I'm all right, thank you. Yep, uh, just yeah, the sound effects, I'll explain all as we go along. <laughs> Hopefully they won't need much explanation. Um also on the podcast, um, podcast regulars, we'll introduce them both together. Um, again, we've got, uh, first of all, Berger and, and second of all, River. And again, just a, a special thanks to you two. Um, often, you know, jumping in to cover me if I'm not here or, you know, Joby, obviously, for a time when he was on the podcast but couldn't make it. And just in general, obviously, jumping in to, to cover where, where needed. So, Berger, good evening to you, first of all. Yeah, good evening, everyone. Uh, happy to be on the 100th podcast. And yeah, um... I'm always happy to come on and help you guys uh, talk about all things AG. Yeah, especially happy when you've you finished mid-table this season. As well. Oh, I've had it all before, but you even, know, even we'll better. move on. Even better. <laughs> and, and Riverman, great to have you on as well. Yeah, cheers. I'm just thinking that with what you said about the first podcast, I'm glad I wasn't around at the beginning, because can you imagine me trying to do the technology for that? <laughs> well, we, we wouldn't oh, have had gosh. you on, River. <laughs> yeah, no, we'd have yeah. just avoided you. Yeah, but pleased to be here for the 100th one, and congratulations to you two for uh, seeing it all the way through to 100, and hopefully beyond. Yeah, so yeah, here's the here's the next 100. Um, and then finally, we've got our last two guests to introduce as well. So we've got um, Bry, uh, again, obviously, goal around admin, uh, goal of the reset admin most recently, and also got us some fantastic stats on the podcast and the history of who's been on and contributed. So thank you very much for that. That was really helpful on the lead up to the episode. Good evening, Bry. Good evening. You're welcome. It's an honour to be on for the 100th episode. And uh, it's uh, from, uh, well, it started well, and it's just got better and better. Yes. What do you mean in terms of the, the list of people I'm announcing? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I think it's peaked at me, really. OK, right. And and as we just sort of come off that peak and down, back down the descent, uh, last but not least, in any case, uh, the Division 3 champion himself, Red Rhinoceros. Evening, lads. Good evening. How are you doing, mate? You OK? Good to have you on. You OK, mate? Yeah, very well, thank you. 
Good. So we are going to jump straight in. Um, again, it's the 100th episode. We've got so much to cover. Um, again, it's great to have you guys. <laughs> that is what I say to his uh, <laughs> sound effects, I believe. Every time someone mentions 100, they get the... <laughs> oh, my word. Okay. I bought these today. Hang on a minute. I'll put some effort in here. <laughs> Just submit your expenses to Marcus, mate. We'll sort you out. Don't worry. Um, so... We'll kick straight off. I mean, first of all, we uh, obviously everyone listening to this, or most people listening to this will be familiar. We ran a podcast competition to celebrate the 100th <laughs> episode. <laughs> That's going to get very, very, very boring. I do apologize, guys. Um, and it's one of those things where, again, it was just to reinvigorate a little bit of interest in the next season ready. Um, we ran essentially just a, 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 a lucky dip number situation whereby everybody put in a number between 1 and 33, which is the amount of people in the in the leagues. And the person who gets drawn out is essentially going to get first dibs on a franchise, but not only a franchise for next season, a team, a squad of fresh players. Um, so, I mean, this is literally, this is the one you want in terms of um, in terms of franchise picks. This is more important than a kit and a, and a ground. This is, you know, that slag that's going to be at the top of your team, you know, or in goal or in defence that everybody's going to want off you to earn you some quick money or you can build your squad around. Um the uh, the number was picked by by Marcus, um, and it was also picked prior to obviously everybody else guessing their numbers. So there's been no um, no uh, school duggery or anything happening there. Um, and the winner actually is on the pod right now. So drum roll ish. I don't know. You have got one of them, Satie? No, I haven't got the drum roll. <laughs> no, I'll just blow your little thing again then, mate. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on the Stella tonight, I tell you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the winner of first dibs, he won't be doing sound effects now because it is his best friend Rhino that has oh, won. What, what? Yes. <laughs> so Rhino picked um, number eleven. Marcus probably picked it because it's Ryan Giggs' shirt number. I'm guessing. Did he wear number eleven? Was it eleven um, he wore? I don't bloody yeah, know. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm but uh, but yeah, congratulations, Rhino. You will get first dibs on um, on the the, uh, the fresh franchise team and uh, and squad selection. So well done, Rhino. Well Thank you. Um, so boys, in terms of the uh, the podcast, um, we need to obviously then talk about another thing which we're going to use to celebrate the 100th episode. Nearly caught me out there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you promised it, mate. You promised it. Um, and Brian, we're going to head over to you. So um, you, in preparation for this, we asked you to come up with essentially a collation of some of the best goals that won goal of the month um, and goal of the round, essentially, over that time. And you've sort of come up with a goal of the reset uh, compilation. Is that right? Yeah, we took every winner from season 34, I think it was, onwards. So that was since the last reset. Every winner of goal of the round that's still an active member. Uh, that came to 13 goals, put them all in a vote. And uh, thanks to everyone that voted, it was a nice big turnout. 21 people cast their three votes and we've got a top three. Perfect. So in terms of the top three, um, again, it was close. I think every, the only There was only one goal that didn't actually get a vote, I think, in the end. Um which was uh, which was uh, one of the free kicks, but I think to be fair, there was another free kick in there which was slightly better, so understandable. Um, but we've got uh, we've got three, and we'll go from in terms of what the AG public voted for, worst to best, um, in respect to the top three that we've got. Uh, you do come in this list, Bry. You're, you've technically come sort of third based on what the AG public said with your uh, your corner goal. Um, Sadie, do you want to describe the goal for me? 
Um, <laughs> um, yeah, just a direct ball into the box and went straight into the net. Yeah, it's okay. Not my favourite, but, you know, hey, if you pull it off, it's a good goal. Brian, why don't you give us your opinion of your goal? Yeah, it was deliberate. I was playing Paul Lowe's, who <laughs> likes to bring his keeper out onto the centre, onto the into the middle of the box to catch any crosses. So I thought, right, that's it. I'm going for the far post. Luckily, it was on the last FIFA where you could move the marker. Mm. So I knew where I was aiming, went for it, and it went in. Well, there you go. Um, and then, so uh, second, as voted for by the uh, the AG public, was um, was a goal from Morris uh, with his uh, his forward and Tekka. Um, Berger, do you want to talk us through this one? What happened? Um, I think Inteka uh, received the ball uh, back to goal. He flicked it over his head and volleyed in the top corner. Yeah, it had some swaz on it, didn't it? As well. Yeah, that um, was my favourite. Um, a bit more skill involved compared to the others, but yeah. So it clearly wasn't Boris then. Uh... <laughs> yeah, two skills. Yeah. I think it was again. It was a great goal and and, and worthy of, of of the eight votes it received. Um, the the winner from the AG public though, so the ones who they voted for most consistently, and I, I must admit I voted for this one as well, um, was the Gabriel Jesus goal by Plunkett. Um, an amazing goal, um, to be fair. Um, you know, receives it on the edge of the box on a on a floated cross, and just absolutely pings an overhead kick into the top corner. Un, unreal, really. Um, but there are seven of us on. We've got an odd number, so hopefully we'll get a nice majority. Um, but we'll go around and we'll pick who uh, who thinks which goal should win, and then the majority will be the winner. So, Ash, I'll come to you first. Out of the three that the AG public voted for for the top three, what's your favourite? Yeah, uh, for me, my favourite was Plunkett's. Um, obviously, no right really scoring a goal like that. No mm. one has any right scoring a goal like that. It was just the power that went in. It was a great finish. Um Morris is a clear second. Um, you know, as Burgers alluded, I like the little flick top corner. Mm. Um, always nice, but no, for me, Plunkett takes the goal of the reset with a, a fantastic strike. Okay, Brian, are you going to back yourself? Uh, no, that'd be a, a bit too outrageous. <laughs> that'd be too Andy. It Brill. was a good goal, so I'm happy with third. I'm going to go with Plunkett. I mean, he could have chested the ball down, taken about two touches, and then slotted it in. Because there was no defenders near him, but he thought, sod it, I'll go for it. And Why it not? worked. Mm. Rhino? Same as, really. Um, I voted for Plunkett and uh, and Morris. Both their goals were great. Uh, but Plunkett's uh, the best one for me. Okay. River? Uh, Plunkett, I was, it was a great goal. But, I mean, I don't know how you do stuff like that. It was just showing up a bit, really, <laughs> wasn't it? Um Morris's was a really good goal, but he voted for it himself, so that rules that one out immediately. And Bryce was an overhit short corner, I assume. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to vote for Bryce because I voted for it before. I think you don't see goals like that, and he, as he said, he obviously played for it with Paul bringing his keeper out, so I'm voting for Bryce. Can I just say something now, River? Um, that's what if you slag FIFA or more mention short corners, you get the. <laughs> All right. Oh dear. I'm, I'm interested to see how many more of these he's got on, you know, and I genuinely am thinking he's not technical enough to have them on some sort of soundboard. So he's probably got, like, that's probably a toy car <laughs> that he's got next to him. Yeah, they table next to me. <laughs> um, right. Um, uh, uh, Burger, what do you think? 
Uh, Morris for me. I feel like. Oh, okay. Um, it, on FIFA requires more skill to flick it over a keeper rather than just pressing left trigger to have an overhead kick from a poor cross. So, I mean, you still have to hit it, but for me, it would be Morris. Uh, Satie, have I asked you yet? Um, Morris and Anteca, because A, I, I thought the goal was really good, but also the calibre of player. Jesus is a really, really, really good top striker. Anteca's okay. I yeah. thought it was a great finish and good execution, so therefore I've gone for Anteca. The fact that, so obviously it's just me left with the last vote, and the fact that Plunkett's already won means I can vote for the pure shithousery of Bry's goal. So, Bry, you get my vote, big <laughs> <Cheers>. man. Um, <laughs> um, for me, I, again, I am, again, Q sound effect, but I am a bastard for short corners, and I do them all the time. River knows that, you know, in, in the times we've played head-to-heads and things. Um, but, um, yeah, for, for me, I think that that uh, cheeky lob over the keeper was, was, was a win. So, well done, Bry. Cheers. Um, so yeah, so congratulations to Plunkett then, I guess. So he's he's took the crown. Um, again, for anybody who wants to go back and watch these themselves, um, it is in the AGTV subsection um, on the forum. Um, and again, Brian, I think you know we're we're looking at potentially when we, we talk about this in a moment, um, something we've just said about. But um, in the off season, when we plan to do the Champions League um, uh, tournament, we're going to do a, a goal of the Champions League as well. Yep, we did it last time. We did a Champions League, so we'll be doing it again. Fantastic. So again, I think it'll be a case of potentially the round and maybe the knockouts or even just the tournament. We'll see it'll how many. It'll probably be just the get. tournament. So yeah. that way we get uh, top quality then. Good. Yeah. Nice. Does, does any, does, sorry to interrupt. Does anyone know if it's a a non slag type Champions League? So in other words, using lesser teams, it doesn't necessarily have to be the top teams yeah. does it so i think to be fair Sadie, so i think again we've got um at the at last count there's about 26 odd people i think signed up if i'm right um oh. there they're about 26 24 25 somewhere around there um so again i think it'll be very much a case of there'll be a lot of champions league teams on offer and i think as we saw last time it doesn't actually have to be a team that's in the champions league it just needs to be a european name yeah, so yeah but, again by non slag team uh, say, did you mean like Liverpool, who aren't in it this season? Yeah. I know what you're getting at. Um, <laughs> no, I just thought it might be lesser teams because it'll get, I don't know, it just would be mm. better to use the lesser players because that's what we're going to have to get used to in the next, uh, in the reset, you know. But I mean, does anybody remember who they got in the Champions League last time? I think I got Shakhtar. Yeah, and they had really good time. players. Malmo, you were rubbish. Yeah. I got Atletico Madrid, and I remember you, Jam, using your usual, um, how I put it, um, you, <laughs> you thought Amazing quite, wit and charm? Yeah, so, well, this is it. You, you thought yeah. they were quite suitable for me. Um, but uh, I think what you're trying to say is they're quite boring. Is what you, right? <laughs> hey, that's you saying it, mate, not me. That's you saying that. Um, Ash, who did you get last time out? Um, Do you remember? No. No, I was. It was. It was one of the lower rated teams because obviously at the time I was a, a Division One player, um, yeah, and I, at the time. I had a good season. Well, yeah, but obviously we'll come to that shortly. Um, <laughs> the, it was uh, the short lived out of Division One, but yeah, I can't remember. It was one of the lower rated teams, but um, mm. yeah. Um, 
I think the Champions League is a good um, it's a good little segue away from the league. I think it gives the opportunity for obviously people who aren't currently in the league to get involved as well. I don't know if Sweaty signed up. You know, he's someone who's going to come back into the league, of course. Um, you know, again, it's it is obviously brilliant playing with your league teams. That's what we're all here for at the end of the day, doing the team building aspect. But it's also kind of nice sometimes to get a little bit of a break from that um, uh, as well. So again, fingers crossed, we have a, a great tournament. Um, in regards to the Champions League itself, then, um, again, that's hopefully not the only thing we're going to be looking at. Again, we've got other games, of course, going on in the meantime. We've got the golf. We've got Call of Duty, hopefully, in the works. We've got the um, the you know, the you know F1, which unfortunately is on the wane a little bit at the moment. Hopefully that gets a bit of a boost and rejuvenation. Um, so fingers crossed it's going to be a busy off-season. I imagine not be... Division 2, it wasn't. Yeah, well, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, me and Rhino mentioned that uh, last night, didn't we? I think you know, Division One again. Home hands up. I was busy last night. To be fair, I had family family commitments, but I believe there's only three people racing in in, in Division One last night, which is pretty poor. I mean, you guaranteed a podium, which is quite nice. <laughs> um, but at the same time, yeah, it's uh, again whether we look in the future at some sort of amalgamation of the leagues and and just different cars. I'm not quite sure. We'll see. Um, anyway, coming away from that. Um, we are obviously on the podcast. This is the first and only podcast of this season. So it would be remiss of us not to talk about uh, the goings on during the season. Uh, again, we'll do a little bit of a, of a rundown of all three leagues as we normally would do and, and talk about how they went and, and obviously some of the key points from, from each of us. Because, of course, as, as a seven, we cover all, all three of the leagues as well. Um, but I believe so. Cups, they were won by yourself, Berger and Ash. I think you both won a, won a cup. Berger, if you go first, you was the League Cup and the Super Cup, you said. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And Ash, was it yourself that won the Elim? Eliminator, yep. Yeah. Uh, beat Gooey, Gooey Goffey in the final. Um, Gooey, Goffey. <laughs> Gooey, Gooey, Goffey in the final. It was a good game. Yeah, called Gooey from now on. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on. I love, um, I love that popular cricket player that plays for England, Darren Goo. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my yeah, word. yeah, no, it was uh, an eliminator win for me. So it was a double for me this season. Like, obviously, I can't, mm. Berger can't say the same, but... Um... Whoa, 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 he can. It's very much a Jose Mourinho double. You know, he won a he won what is effectively the charity shield, you know, um, and, and and he won the uh, the Mickey Mouse of the two cups. So, but we'll we'll give it to him. we'll give it to him. He needs he needs all he can get this season. <laughs> right. So we'll 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 kick off, boys. We'll kick off with Division Three. So, Division Three, we have got. Is it just Rhino on from Division Three this so far? Yeah. I believe. I think it's just you on Rhino, isn't it, for the Ooh. podcast? I mean, Satie, of course, will off, be uh, there. Come off mute, Jam. It is time for you to come off mute. <laughs> it's time for you to come off mute. Can I just interrupt here and say, I'm all for everyone talking about how well they've done, but if they go on too much about how much they've won the league or go on too much about themselves, they're going to get a... All right, so that's what I'd say. Just get it ready, mate. You might need to get some spare batteries. <laughs> um, Rhino. Division three, run us through what happened. Talk us through your success as champion. Well, um, I started off. We, we Marcus threw Goffey into the uh, into the division, mm. which um, which made everybody think that we just we're all playing for second place because he was uh, sensational um, pre-season, if you like. Mm. And worth uh, noting his record all... as well. I mean, you know, hundred in the season, hundred thirty goals scored, fifty five against. Oh. Incredible, yeah. incredible. So, uh, and I played him a few times and I just thought, oh, well, you know. But I got him first. Don't worry, lads, I won't go through every single match. But I got, I had him first 
and uh, beat him first game of the season. So uh, that put me in a right good mood. Um, I had Rashford, of course, which which helps. Um, I just got into a bit of a rhythm, really. Uh, I, I I I knew that I was in the wrong division. Um, so Where's the, the, the sound effect? Where's the sound effect? I think Goffey was in the wrong division. So I think from the start, you know, it was it was going to be the two of us near the top. Uh, although I've got to say, Joby came came in with a flying finish. Mm. Um, and if he'd have started half as, as well as he as he finished, he would have uh, he would have come in the top two himself. Mm. So uh, I think. Yeah, apart from that, I, I, I beat the people I, I should beat. Um, there was no slip-ups. Um, I tell you what, though, I think I was helped by... There's a lot of people, you know, especially in this in Division 3, that stop playing the game in between league games. And you're only as good as, as your... You know, you do lose lose the ability. You do lose the rhythm it's, if you, if like you don't play friendly. And I think there's a lot in our division jam. So there's a lot of people where I might normally slip up against people um, where I didn't because they just weren't playing friendlies and, and I was you know able to beat them quite easily. So that, that, that made a big difference, I think. But Rashford yeah. up front, he, he scored a lot of goals. And then I got um, Vinicius Jr. down the stretch. Uh, he took over the mantle and, um, yeah, it was, you know... I did quite well, but back back where I belong now, I think. And uh, looking forward to seeing you next you there next year, Saty, in Division Two. Um, yeah, I've gone, I've gone down. Man, so. uh, who are the others? Bry, looking forward to it, mate. Lovely. Um, I think he knows you've gone down, Saty. I think that's a little bit of uh, a little Very bit. Cheap. Of a... Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit of jest. Um, so, I mean, again, you, you rightly say, look, you know, you, you've come top 55 points, Goffy or Gooey, <laughs> uh, 53 points. Um, Joby, it's I mean, Goffey, the interesting Jam. thing with Joby. Who called him? Go- who call- He's Goffy, Jam. Who, who oh, sorry, called him yeah, Gooey? Right. Sorry, sorry. Could yeah, never sorry, be me. Not, not Gooey. Um, Is that playoff tonight, by the way, the um, Joby Tunners game? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. tonight. Yeah. I yeah. believe it is Rhino, isn't it? So again, yeah, that'll be you. an Thanks interesting. Take some worry off me, lads, because that cost me really. So yeah, just what's Was that the right decision? So that was so again, again behind the curtain. Obviously, in the admin room, there was very much a discussion. Sadie, we'll come mm. to you quickly on this, because um, it obviously impacts on the playoffs of mm. who was your best player. Essentially, of course, financial indiscretion means that you then do obviously, rem- you know, you lose a player. Um, I would say my best player is probably Sane, but I mm. could have, if I had lost him, it wouldn't have worried me as much as losing to Maury. And this was my argument to, I think it was yourself, Brian, actually, wasn't it? We talked about it, um, potentially in the have, thread. I didn't have another centre-back, basically. So oh, I, I wanted to stitch him up and take his keeper, but that would have been a bit too cruel. What I'd done in effect was had to put a midfielder in centre-back. Yeah. Hey, it's what it is, you know. Guys, can we come back to Division 3, please? <laughs> hey, it's pertaining to Division Three because he was in the playoffs. Um, uh, interestingly enough, as well. So with um, with Division Three, so th- you say you've mentioned Rashford there a couple of times. Rashford obviously wasn't the top goal scorer. It actually, was Richarlison. And when you look at it, Richarlison and Mbolo between them scored seventy-one goals for Joby, as who you said had a flying finish to the season. Um, another person who did spread the goals around quite a bit was Goffey, Ivan Tony, Jamie Vardy. Um, and uh, there was another one as well who, who Anthony Gordon scored a lot of goals for him as well. Um, it's one of those where you sort of see that yourself, Rhino, maybe a lot more went through Rashford 
Um, I think Gallagher came in with a few goals for you towards the end as well, Sam Gallagher. Oh, sorry, Conor Gallagher, not Sam Gallagher. Um, yeah, Conor Gallagher. And, um... It was very much spread in between the other two around a few scorers. So do you think that maybe helped that you had the goals chipping in from elsewhere? Whereas with Joby, for example, if you stop with Charles and you stop in Bolo, you kind of stop that pipeline to a goal. I think so. Uh, definitely, mate. I definitely... Um... But I was I was tweaking things at the end and trying to trying to go two up front to, to fit everybody in, you know. So we've got all these it's the worst thing you can fantastic do. players. It's, yeah. it's the worst thing you can do is start messing with your system. And again, you know, River, you know, yourself and Ash are testament to that. I mean, Berger, we always play around in head to heads with formations, especially in preseason. But River and, and Ash, I know you guys are pretty much four three three attack all the way, right? Yes. Yeah. Um when I've got into Division One, at times I've tried messing around with it because I'm just not good enough and mm. think, oh, I need to try and do something different to try and get more possession, stop people dominating me, etc. And that just doesn't work because I just can't it's play that memory. way. I've just got to it's be, muscle I've, memory, yeah, isn't it? It's just I've I've got to play the way I play, and that that is the formation I use, and just mm. see what happens. I mean, Ash, yeah. going, going on to yourself, I remember with um, you had Martinelli and then was it Krishna or something? I remember he's yes. someone who was sticks out in my head. Krishna. And, was and a vet, all yeah. I remember with yourself Ash was veteran. just, you know, yeah, pinging it, pinging it onto a wing for them to run onto. Yeah. Crossing the ball in, scoring. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not someone that, you know, I mean, my formation is 4 3 3 attack and I very mm. much will buy the players to fit that formation rather than, um, oh, there's a player there in the BFA. I like the name, but he don't really fit my formation. I'm going to buy him anyway and fit the formation to him. Um, I very much play 4 3 3, whether I'm winning, drawing, losing. I, I'm not someone that will alternate in game depending on who I'm playing um, mm. yeah I mean Krishna you, there's been a great player for me in the past Martinelli um, it would have been nice to have had uh, um, a, a debut uh, well, what's the word a reun- uh, reunion within this season mm. on the last season as it would be another two Arsenal players but we, we won't <laughs> I mean, say no more on that we trying, won't I, say I, no I, more Right, um, I mean, how many times did I try to get Martinelli off you? Oh yeah, I mean, quite a few. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted all three of them. I wanted but, the full Arsenal attack, me. Yeah, no. Um, going back to the the original point, yeah, four three three attack, and it, it's not something that I very, you know, very away from. I do think when you again that is it's the consistency, isn't it? And we've we, again there's been a much maligned word on the podcast, this consistency, but it's absolutely right. It is key, and, and it is really important. Um, uh, Ryan, anyway, coming... Jam, hmm. Jam, can we come back to Division Three, right? I've just I just remembered another reason, uh, the, 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 another thing that helped me a lot was yeah. um, I've just noticed actually my my I conceded less goals than anybody else in the division, which is the first for me. And, I thought uh, you were going to say Pembe something that helped you a lot. After Division Three, don't have opposable thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got Tim Pembe late on, and I had Lissandro Martinez, superb um, mm. centre-back partnership that that helped me over the line as well. I think um, you know, fast centre-backs and, and good good centre-backs are uh, are a good help. Yeah, so, which uh, again comes back to the point of Sati losing Tamori. Again, it's huge, huge impact. Um, 
Sure. Moving away from, of course, you know, Division Three isn't completely sewn up. We still need to decide who's going to be playing in Division Two next season. Um, Tunners and Joby go into the the playoff final as we record this tonight. Um, so you know, fingers crossed. Good luck to both those guys. Um, very quick straw poll, boys. If we were to shoot round, give me one name, no reasons. Uh, I'll go with Joby. Ash, who do you Joby. think? Joby. Burger. Joby. Rye. You mean Rhino? No, sorry, Brian. Uh, I'm going, I said Brian, oh, sorry. Joby's uh, Joby, favorite, yeah. without doubt, big favourite, but I just got a sneaky suspicion my mate Tennant is going to do it. Satie? Joby. River? Joby. So we all know Tunners is probably going to do it now then because we've all tipped Joby. <laughs> so apologies, <laughs> Joby. Um, so um, just coming away from the top of the Division 3 right now, because again, I want to give it justice. I want to talk about it. We've not done a podcast this season. Um, River, I'm going to come to you if you don't mind. Um in terms of the sort of bottom half of Division Three, Rhino rightly said, I think you, you look at it and it is a wash with people that maybe don't play FIFA as much. You know, you literally look at the sixth down, not many, again, maybe apart from Wisfox, who we know plays, you know, 300 friendlies with uh, with Satie every, every season. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the rest of them don't maybe play as much FIFA. Um, but one standout there, and we'd be remiss if we didn't mention it on the 100th podcast, is Andy Brill is not bottom, and he is not second bottom. Woo! He is third bottom. So, River, have you got anything to say about the bottom of Division 3? Well, yeah, sort of just tying in with what Rhino said, to be honest. He's going on, he's not going to talk much about it for about the last 20 minutes about winning Division 3. I mean, it was a division where Brilly didn't even finish in the bottom two, so, I mean, surely that just sort of, like, shows the stand of it, doesn't it? <laughs> You diminishing that uh, that success then? Yeah, we're going to put an asterisk by it. I think. Yeah, that's that's fair enough. <laughs> no, I, I, in all seriousness, look, Brilly's uh, really done really well. He, as, as we've said plenty of times, he's stuck with it, and he has he's got he has really got better. So, mm. I mean, yeah, fair play to him. Hopefully, that will continue. And I mean, God forbid, one day if we see him up in the playoffs. Oh, can you imagine? Unreal stuff. Unreal but scenes. The place the place wouldn't be the same without Brilly's and. And gas grasses and people like that. They're, they're, no, the, they're the real, yeah, they're the core. And I, I love them being in the leagues, you know, because they're. I good. thought you were going to say I love them being shit. Well, <laughs> no, no, you know what I'm saying. They're just genuine guys and, and they don't just play FIFA. They're always involved in the golf and the F1 and yeah. loads of things. They're, they're big they're big people on AG. Yeah, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, like, say, when. Where, where, say when I met up with him, I'd have bought Brilliant a pint just for that fact, but he wanted a course top, so I refused. <laughs> <laughs> that is something we do need to assess as well. We need to get some sort of AG meetup because that would be fantastic. Um, well, didn't Ash, I think Ash has said that there's a, am I right in saying this, Ash? A games, is it a yeah, games? Yes, uh, EGX. EGX, yeah. we've done it in the past. Um, we've done it a couple of times. I mean, Brian, we one year, didn't we? Me, you, and Joe. Yeah, we've done it twice. Yeah, and then uh, we had the bigger year when we had the likes of Marcus Storm. Yeah, and even um, Storm turned up. Yeah, Harry, Harry, and his yeah. uh, his bag. Can you imagine going on a night out with Storm? Oh my word! <laughs> this is Storm. Oh Storm ordered a the pizza. The amount of think, scraps you'd have to it? run away from. I think. Um, <laughs> I feel his phone to get Rory's number. Yeah, it I was going to say, we're getting everywhere <laughs> just by association with Rory, wouldn't we? <laughs> It'd be a good yeah. night, though, wouldn't it? It'd be a pizza good, man. Good, good day. It'd be a good night. Storm ordered a pizza, I think it was. Oh, it'd be fantastic. On at like 2 30 in the morning at the hotel. <laughs> and he just decided to order oh a pizza. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. It's, it's, it's just, funny, yeah. Ash, because when we spoke about this the other night, Marcus said, when 
when Storm turned up, he'd never met him before, but he instantly knew it was Storm. There you go. Yeah, he said, <laughs> it, that's it. And it, it, yeah, it, he's got, it all yeah, came you about. Would, you would, yeah, he's got yeah. that sense about him. <laughs> it all came about. And I remember it really well because we were sort of, we were at the front of a queue waiting for, I think it was Gears of War. We were all waiting to go and play it. And he, come, he came around with Harry. Harry had gone to pick him up. And then the guy's talking to us, telling us, oh, this is how you play it. And he just goes, who the fuck is that? What's it going on about? <laughs> it, brilliant. The Storm's a great character. Um, in person, he's just as mad as he is on the mic in a party. Um, no. You should do hey, that. You know what? And again, and I, know we've got, I know we've gone off... Um, <laughs> I know we've gone off on a tangent, but again, this is, you know, this is what AG is all about at the end of the day. It's celebrating us as a, as a community and the characters that make it up as well. And I think, you know, we've, when you have the likes of, for example, as much as they could be a pain in the bum, but your Storm or your Aaron or people like this, you know, again, it is funny because they do provide a certain amount of, of controversy, uh, you know, in the league. So fingers crossed we get them guys back in the league, same with Sweaty, etc. you know, uh, sometime soon. Jam, um, can I just jump Right, we'll leave division... Yeah. yeah, sorry about that, but you know the the, the competition that, that you ran, <clears throat> um, yes. where you had to pick a number. One mm. one of the one of the uh, people on the forum has just put their number down to to enter the competition. <laughs> too late. Oh, fantastic! Who do you think it is? Yeah, very much too. Oh. Uh, worm. Worm. Wispox. <laughs> <laughs> Wizfox. Oh, of course it's Wizfox. Of course it's Wizfox. I think his clock is set to two days ago. I think his watch is actually two days slow. Um, but yeah, of course. No, sorry, Wizfox, if you're listening to this, but you're just too slow, mate. Uh, it's all done, all done and dusted. Uh, but thank you for getting involved. Uh, so we'll box off Division Three. Well done to everybody involved. Again, whether you're at the bottom or the top, good work. Thanks, Jay. Good luck to Joby and to others. And obviously, Rhino, well done and congratulations. Well um, done, Rhino. And well done for not going too crazy over it. I might leave. No, I'm not, I might I'm not leave going the over the top mention. Hey, boys. <laughs> You're not allowed to leave the podcast. Not at all. Um, right. So we're going to move on to Division 2. Um, and again, before we kick off with the uh, the eventual winner and Golden Boot winner by an astounding, astounding amount, um, we've actually got a, f- uh, a couple of people, obviously, in the podcast. Um, well, three people, in fact, who, who were in this division. Um Four, sorry, four, of course, last season. So, um, Satie, why don't yes. you just run us through your season quickly, mate? What happened to you this season? Well, and you, there might be some tittering going on here, but I actually thought I didn't have a bad season. I didn't get hammered by anyone except for one game against Raz in the first game. I lost 6-0 or something like that, 6-1, and then I beat him in the second game, which he wasn't too happy about. Um, but... I beat Ash. I beat. I should have beat. I, I personally, I was three two up against Ash with about ten to go. He equalised and then scored a last minute winner. I was three nil up against Joe. For me, I threw away a few leads, which would have made a massive difference. But even going into the last game of the season, it was still in my hands if I'd beaten Hilly. And at two two with ten minutes to go, it's fine line sometimes. And I went for it. Yeah. He scored. I didn't. If I'd scored, I would have been safe. And that's how it goes. But yeah. you know what? I I really enjoyed the season. I enjoyed the games. They were all competitive. There was no no games where I thought, you know what, I'm really out of my depth here. And I really enjoyed it. And, and that's what it's all about. And you've got a good soft start to the new game because you'll be in Division 3, which is, of course, <laughs> you know. Yeah, of course. I, like, I like your thinking. Good work. Um, 
Bry, um, again, we'll just go in, in, in ascending order. So, Bry, you came seventh overall, comfortably mid-table. Yeah, um, mid-table mediocrity again, sort of, again you, very happy with that. Yeah, probably just a little bit overextending to get into the playoffs, but definitely clear of the, the relegation picture. Yeah, I didn't um, have to leave it to the last games, which was just as well, because I had, uh, well, I was going to say I was playing Ash, but I wasn't. I was playing Vlajevic in my penultimate <laughs> game. <laughs> In terms of, I did see that score coming, actually, to be fair. Ash, I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. Um, in, in terms of your season overall, again, I think, again, please, this is not patronising at all, but a relative success. I mean, you know, we've seen you up towards the top of Division 2 before, but weekly we've seen you towards the bottom. So mid-table mediocrity, quite happy with that? Yeah, last couple of seasons, I've had to leave it right to the end to just avoid relegation. So I did have a better season. I kept more wins, more goals. Uh, Lukaku was a goal machine. I think there was only about two games in the whole season I didn't score with him, so that certainly helped. Mm. Okay, and River, what about yourself? So again, obviously managed to get into the playoffs, um, and again didn't do too bad, really. Well, not really, because I won it. No, no, I mean overall in the season as well. I mean, sorry, <laughs> again, that's yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, again, yeah. this is your time to speak about it. Come on. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink it. Come on, help me out. The the season as a whole was inconsistent. Um, Get that claxon ready about FIFA, Sati. Oh, what you mentioning FIFA again? No, no, I haven't mentioned it at all. I just said the season was inconsistent. <laughs> I mean, I, I I lost to Sati, who got relegated. I beat Ash, who won the league. Uh, it was just inconsistent, and I probably finished about where I should have done and was then probably fortunate to go up through the playoffs because both games were mm. in the past were really, really tight. I had a really strange 1-0 win against Mark because, I mean, you don't get 1-0s in FIFA, do you? That was just absolutely... No, not against Mark hard. either. No, it was just really... Certainly not when I'm playing. I um, don't think I've ever had a 1-0. And it then, hold on, get, get your sack, Claxon Satie. Had a proper yeah. FIFA bong off against Morris in the uh, playoff final, where things just were crazy for both of us, and I won it in golden goal. There you go. <laughs> can I, River, can I ask a question, though? Yeah. Um, what are you going to do when you go up? Get relegated. It's a solid plan. I mean, you can't lie. It's, you know, he's got it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... I mean, so just on on this. I mean, look, we, we're going to talk about this. You know, to round the pod off when we talk about you know hopes and dreams and and aspirations for for the next game and the next season. But for yourself, River, I mean, is it going to be a help or a hindrance that we're back to you know quote unquote Raz style players? Oh, a help. That will help you. Yeah, if I can get hold of a couple of fast shitters and everyone else. There it is. It. There it is. <laughs> Pacey players. It wouldn't be the 100th podcast without this, would it? Where's Adama? Where is he? Well, well this is going to be the problem. You're not going to have Adama in it, are we? But no, I think it helps me when we have lower rated players because when everyone's got slags and they can all do mm. these stupid tricks like Plunkett's goal that we were talking about before, I can't keep up with that. If we've all got shitters, I've got a bit more of a chance if mine are quicker than anyone else's. It's true. That's fair enough. Um, look, well done, obviously, for your success this season. Hopefully, you uh, you know, you meet us in uh, in Division One next season. I think it'll be uh, it'll be a really good season. Looking forward to the reset. Um, 
finally, before we uh, before we round off Division Two and talk about a couple of other bits in in uh, towards the lower end, uh, Ash, obviously we're going to move on to you, my friend. So mm-hmm. we sort of said, didn't we? It would be typical that we've done one podcast all season, and it's actually a podcast. It's a a bit of a, a bit of a successful little spell for us this season, yeah, um, been... and we've only done the one show on it. So. Go ahead, mate. You know, sing well, the praises. Yeah, I mean, it all started at the beginning of the season when, you know, the Division 2 Fred went out and, you know, no one was putting me to go up. I used that a little bit. Morris, lots of people have Morris. I won't be coming to you for the uh, lottery numbers. Uh, <laughs> I think it was, uh, I say to you, I think you said it. Riverman, you said it. Morris would go up. So, um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, up to the first probably six games. So, yeah, two fingers were... to you guys, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the first six games, um, they probably weren't, you know, too wrong. I didn't have a very good start. Um, needed something in attack and that made Worm an offer for his striker, Dusan Valajevic. Um 50 million. I was sort of him in an R in at the time because his work rate is not, I think he's medium, medium. Um, so it's a bit unsure. But, you, you know, you get these players that, and I think I've had three in the 10 years that I've been on the site um, that have just been wonders for me. A couple of years ago, Krishna, Roy Krishna, um, you know, we've alluded to already, was a superb player for me. Yeah. Um, another player, FIFA 17. Uh, Kamano, Frank Francis Kamano. He was a cam for me, but he was another one that you hit the hit the ball right, it goes in ninety percent of the time. Overpowered, um, and then obviously this season Flaovic, um, who is a good finisher, but he had no right scoring some of the goals he did, and sixty-eight goals all season is obviously not too bad. <laughs> Very influential for me. Um, and it's I mean, just, yeah. Can I, I mean, just, I, can I just say I, one thing on that stat? Yeah. Just, what, what, just one, one, one quick thing on that stat. So, yeah. River, you scored 81 goals in the, in the league total, right? So you actually scored more goals than the best scorer in Division 1, which was myself at 80 goals. So you outscored me. <laughs> Vlajevic only got 12 goals, sorry, 13 goals, less than you as a total. On his own. <laughs> I know it was so, crazy I mean, Ash, when I played Ash early on. It's his movement as well. Um, yeah. We, I think, me and Ash won one each when I played that against was it, him. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I won seven five and he got all five. And I think you won was it six four when he got five or something like that. Yes. It's it's just it was just nonsense. It's his movement as well. And say you get your klaxon. Yep. Defenders don't track runs. You can see what's coming. You can see what Ash is doing. And you can see where Flyrich is going to make the run. And he just runs between the two defenders who stand there and go, oh, what the fuck's this guy doing? Oh, shit, he's running towards the guy. Oh, no, he scored again. And it, Ash was just deadly with him. It was ridiculous. He, I mean, no complaints, but it was... Yeah. Yeah, he was so I good mean, with him. It was it, ridiculous. I mean, Ash, is that encapsulated against Bry as well? I mean, that, that game yes. was ridiculous. Yes, it was just one of those games. I think, wasn't it, Bry? It was one of the games that yeah, just... Yeah, Flyvich, hadn't he? got nine goals. Yeah. Out yeah. of 10 shots. <laughs> and I think it was 9-0 on 60 minutes and Ash paused the game to apologise. <laughs> I said, don't worry about it. I said, I thought I was playing quite well. It's just that every shot's going in. Yeah. The thing is, guys... 12-4. Yeah, the thing is, guys, I'm going to give myself a... for this, but FIFA in general is broken when a player gets 68 goals in 22 matches, which is 
more than three a game. <laughs> That's not realistic. Yeah, it's insane, Ash. Really, but Ash, you, you know, you 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 carry on, mate. Go on, you just yeah. So, I mean, I think explain, maybe explain the, the rest I think it. maybe I was quite fortunate in the end because I'll be honest, I, I became a bit too reliant on him. Um, so obviously, you know, where you sort of try and split the goals around your team, you use your wingers, um, your midfielders. I would look to use Vlajevic almost any opportunity. If I've got a player running through and go, I'm hoping it's Vlajevic and not any of the others. Um, and that's just because obviously he's been top goal scorer. But um, yeah, I, I bought him in 50 million, you know, after sort of six, seven games. It was a punt. It worked, thankfully. Um, I'm going to miss him next season. But I mean, obviously, I'll, I'll mention it at the end when we talk about the you know next season and what we want from the next FIFA. Um, it will be good. Just a quick question for you, Ash. What when you went to sign him? I know we all do this. You look on FIFA. You look at their stats. You said he didn't have much um, pace. Yeah. What was it that made you think? Yeah, do you know what? So okay. Yeah, so I've had him before on a previous FIFA when he was a bit uh, lower rated. Um, I think it was when he was at Fiorentina in real life. Um, so I'd had him before, and he, he wasn't my first choice. Um, I wanted a certain uh, a certain other striker that no one would sell to me, Gabriel Jesus. And um, <laughs> when that wasn't the uh, when that wasn't going to happen, I looked for another option. And uh, you know, obviously, Vlaevic was in the league. Worm, I thought maybe might sell him, put an offer, see what he wants, and uh, that's basically how it came about. Um, so it was a mix of having him in the past. Um, I mean, after my first two games of him, I was going to bin him off. Um, but wow. yeah, I'm quite glad. Obviously, didn't. Yeah, it's a good it's job a, they didn't. It's a good subject because I, we might talk about this later. I don't know if we've got time, but it's really funny, isn't it? Uh, when you when you find a player that you just think, "Wow, this is a game changer." Um, you know. Um, well, with, I mean, just River, I, I bought Bebu off of River for like 45 million, and I kept him for. That, virtually the whole of FIFA, you know, the whole lot, because he he done a job and he scored goals. So it's nice when you find that sort of player. Well, do you know what? Again, it's funny because we we did put a little post out saying about if anyone's got any listeners' questions. Um, so really nice segue actually into that, Sadie. So thank you. Um, we did receive one, and it was a really good one, really, because again, encapsulates what we're about on the hundredth episode. Um, Hilly sent a message in. <laughs> Hilly sent a message in uh, saying, who is everybody's favourite player they've used during this reset? Um, of course, Ash, I think it's fair to say you would go Vlajevic. Yeah. Yeah. Say to you'd go Bebu. I would, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, uh, Berger, uh, River, Rhino, Bry, if you guys have a quick think, um, myself, um, it would probably be Thiago Almada. I think, again, it was a tough one between him and Ansu Fati. Um, but Almada is the one I stuck with throughout the... the, the you nearly sold reason. him to me. You nearly sold I him know. to me. I know. I know. I just couldn't, couldn't do it. I couldn't part with him in the end. He's okay. he's an absolute beast. Um, so for me, that would definitely be the, the winner. River, I mean, do we have to stay in one other than um, Adama Traore? But... Yeah, Sean Raggett. <laughs> the top striker, the top striker got, that is got Sean Raggett. Got a great trick against Joe, didn't they? <laughs> Playing up front. Oh, oh yeah. Which actually, just before we leave Division Two, can I say in this entire reset, I finished in the league system only below Joe once. This that was this season, and I still got promoted, so I did better than him. Just thought I'd chuck that. I in knew there. you were going to mention Joe at some point on this podcast. <laughs> is there a Joe Claxon, Sadie? Uh, yeah, there is. Hang on a sec. Let's see if we can find it. 
Slightly <laughs> oh, different to the other one. Um, so, yeah, so River, would we say Sean Raggett or would we say Adama Traore? No, of course we'd say Adama. Raggett only plays against people like Joe. Um, yeah, look, <laughs> Traore for me, he's fast in he's powerful. You struggle to knock him off the ball, even if you catch up with him. So, he, did, he have the same effect, said, did he have the same effect second time round? Uh, I was pressed, I did think, I looked and thought, mm, has he had yeah, the he same? Got, yeah, he got 30 goals this season. Oh, right. Um, and as um, me and Ash were saying earlier, playing the 4-3-3, he plays on the right of my 4-3-3, and if I get into trouble, I just wallop it up the right and let him chase it. Yeah, I know. He played me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian, what would you say for yourself? Who would you say has been your favourite? There's a few uh, for you, isn't there, really? Yeah, a few, for me, few big go, strikers. Yeah, I'd go Lucas Robertoni. I had him probably at least four seasons, but he's... I mean, he finished as a 77, but played more like an 82. Um, officially, he's a centre mid, but he played CDM, uh, cam, right wing, even and fast enough if I needed a bit of pace, put him up front. So mm. that's definitely my favourite. Rhino, I'm going to guess with yourself, for sentiment, it'll be either Elise or it'll be Conor Gallagher. I might be wrong. So yeah. Conor Gallagher, I had him on the reset. Um, kept him all the way through. No, I, I did sell him, didn't I? I think in the last season for a bit. You got him, got him back. Mm. Got him back. And you he, sold he him to me at one point. He's now. But um, Anana is the best goalkeeper I've ever used. Really enjoyed using him and um, Lissandro Martinez, centre back. Brilliant. So, you have yeah, to pick a one. few players, really. You have to pick, no, you have to pick one. Conor Gallagher. Conor Gallagher. Yeah, again, fair enough. What, what rating is Gallagher, Rhino? 78. 78. Now, that's quite interesting that a lot of the players we've picked aren't really in the 80s mm-hmm. and not, they're, they're like he, 70 odd. Um, yeah, but he's not my best player. No, no, no. What he's I'm the saying one I've is, enjoyed using the most. Yeah, exactly, and, and that that says something because the players aren't always the highest rated rated players. Bebu was seventy seven. The amount of times I thought, I'm, you know, I, I don't should I get rid of him because he's only seventy seven rated. But then when they keep scoring goals, you think, oh, I've got to keep putting him in. So mm. yeah, it's quite interesting. Score though. enough though, Satie, did they? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, I guess not. But, but then I did take him out. Perhaps that perhaps that's me, but I took him out. And what Jam alluded to earlier on is quite correct. Uh, I did change things about and took him out thinking, oh, yeah, he's only 77 rated. And at the end of the day, I, perhaps I shouldn't have done. Mm, you keep him in. Again, my, my biggest thought, my biggest worry was actually when I brought in a lot of big players at the last, not the transfer deadline day, just gone, but the one before, you know, the 86, the 84s, etc. And it just completely messed with my team. So I sort of sold them and reverted back to normal and obviously had a good, good season out of it. Uh, Burger, I'm going to, again, with you, again, it's very difficult to sort of guess who, who's going to be top. Um, I don't really have a guess, to be honest, so go ahead. Who 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 tops it for you? It's either Kamara, who was my first ever sign on this reset, CDM I've kept throughout, or Adiemi, who I've won in the raffle. Mm. Um, probably, yeah, probably Adiemi, to be honest. He's made a stalwart throughout um, since I got him. Any honourable mentions? I mean, you chased Graven Birch for a while, but then he oh, was... Oh, yeah, he was good. Out. Yeah, I really enjoyed yeah. Graven Birch. Kim um, and Jay. Not so much this season. Um, uh, maybe the right back bar, who I liked. Uh, yes. But, yeah. yeah, the Benfica one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Adiemi, I think, we'll get it. That's fair enough. Um, so, boys, look, we're going to... We'll round off... 
we'll round off Division Two. Um, Ash, massive congratulations, and of course, congratulations as you said on a double Thank as well. You very well much. done, mate. Well done. Um, it's the only time I'm ever going to see a double, so I've got to sour it. <laughs> <laughs> the only double you'll see next time is your shot next, when you're celebrating relegation next season. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of course, honourable. Well, sort of quick, it would be remiss to mention a few people in, in Division Two again. Obviously, the X Men doing well, playoffs and, and, and promotion. Um, obviously, Morris staying in Division Two. Um, you've got Raz, you know, to finish eighth in Division Two, which is very competitive with that squad. You know, hats off to the guy. Well done. Um, Payne will be in in Division Three, a, a subject obviously Rhino will absolutely love because he's obviously going to pass him on the way up. Um, but again, Payne's very good for Division Three, so having him and yourself, Sati, in Division Three next season will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Trooper, you know, who will probably start next season in Division Three, you know, had a lot of family um, worries towards the end of the season. It was only right to, to veto all these results, so it's fair across the board. But hopefully, we'll see him uh, back in fine fettle next season. Yeah. Right. We're going to move on to Division 1 because we are running out of time. So, um, I, I mean, I guess the best place to start is with, with who won. And, and that was me. Woohoo! So, you know, again, it was a, a very, very unpredicted title win. I don't think I've ever won the, the top division. I think the closest I've been is sort of top four. And even then, that would have been a bit of a fluke. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good season. Um, you know, Bukayo Saka came in for me sort of about a third of the way through and just absolutely ripped everybody yes, to shreds. Right, it was, right, it was right. fantastic. He was he was brilliant, Ash, I'm not going to lie. There was a few times when you had that 200 million sat there and I was like, mm, would I? The thing, I the, the thing is, is that the, 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 uh, when he came in, um, was it in a, a mystery pick? Was it mystery? Um, it was. Yeah. It was a mystery, yeah. It's a, it's a pity because if he'd put it in an actual, uh, as an actual player... I would have yes. quite happily gone 100 million plus. Um, yeah, of course. Um, and again, you know, fan, fan, fantastic player. For me, the, the main thing of the season was, of course, you know, yourself, Berger. I think it was four points I took off you, which never normally do that. Um, Ash obviously wasn't there to give me his normal podcast derby win. Um, and suited, you know, last game of the season, it was a winner-take-all case. And the first game, he beat me 7-1. Um, all I needed was a point out the two games. And luckily, in the second game, I managed to squeeze that point out um, just getting a one-one and sort of grinding, grinding the title out. So, yeah, you know, it was it was a great season and and, and great to finish first. So, Berger, I've I've already marked my card. I think it'll be me. Will it be me and you in the league cup? It'll be me and Ash. Not quite sure. Uh, uh, in, the, in the super cup, sorry. Did Jeff win the league cup last year? Was it the Elim? I don't so know. It's the league cup winner, isn't it? Is it the league cup winner? I think it's the league cup winner. Yeah. Right. Well, I'll I'll take you both on. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, it'll be really good to to play in one of those, and obviously look forward to defending my title next season. Um, Berger, I'm going to come to you. Obviously, in terms of your season, not the best season by your own admission. You know, again, especially the last sort of four games, you know, struggled to to sort of pick up any form. Partly, I'm guessing because by that point, it was one of those where you sort of thought maybe it was a little bit out of reach. I don't know, but again, what. Give us, give us an assessment of your your season, you know, by your own standards. Pretty rubbish, um, personally. Uh, I was. It felt very much like I was playing all the team, where I'd get angry losing games um, with the way the game is. Um, so I think that got to me a bit. Um, but nevertheless, my biggest issue was not signing the attacking players. I strengthened right. defence, mm. and that clearly didn't work. And when you've got like Saka um, up front, 
uh, and I've still got Adiemi, Isaac, and Rafinha, who I didn't sign any attacking players at all. Yeah. I think that's where I faltered away essentially. And then I mean, you, you conceded the third worst goals in yeah. the division. I mean, so signing those defenders, Dayel Pator, I should have kept Klosterman and Joe Gomez. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I like you. You always change change your squad and maybe not doing so well. And like you said, you've kept Saka and you've reaped mm-hmm. rewards from it. So. I've made very um, few, very very few transfers. I, I mentioned that to Tom in my party. I was like, he where you make deals everywhere. I felt mm. like you went too far the way I normally do it, and then I went too far the way you did it. Essentially, yeah. and I changed the team around too much. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, just uh, wrong, 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 um, and the amount of red cards I got towards the end of the season was barmy. Yeah. Um, I just got so frustrated. And oh, some... you rhino in disguise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you rhino. But overall, this FIFA has not been too bad. So, a treble and two league titles and that kind of stuff. So, I I'll thought I'd give the you buzzer? the spoils. Where's the buzzer? I'll give you the spoils, Jam. <laughs> <laughs> not that one, the other one. Oh, yeah, one. Yeah. Right, hang on. There you call me in. That there one. you go. That's what I think of your <laughs> treble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, Jam. You yeah, it. thank you. I mean, look, look. All jesting aside, um, I think, like you've just sort of said there, it's been a very successful FIFA. I think for yourself, a very successful reset. I think nobody's probably won more championships in in the time you've been on the site uh, than yourself. I'm sure you'll be back next season with with a point to prove, and um, maybe you'll finish second to me. Who knows? You know, you we'll see how you go. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, you you you've, you'll do well next season. I'm sure. Um, the rest of um, of the division was quite interesting as well. I mean, we saw some of the people we'd expect to be towards the top. You know, Bunsey, you know, had a really, really good season the season before. You know, he's been up and down, finished down there near seventh. Um, you know, Paul Lowe's, you know, only picking up eight points. You know, only eight points. And, and, and your mate Gardner, who everybody thought was going to be quite good at the start of the season, really struggled to get to grips. I mean, what, what has he thought about his first season, Berger? It was just... What did, getting... they, what did they think of you, Berger, dropping him in Division 1? Well, I mean, from previous experience with him, it was always me and him challenging for the title. But he has come from the PlayStation, so he's obviously got to get used to that. And I think he's doing a lot of stuff with a new house, so he's not really had time to play. FIFA, but it was all in just to start the new game, new FIFA on it. Yeah. So yes, might not have been the right decision, FIFA uh, division, but he still managed four wins and he didn't come bottom. So yeah, I we'll mean, see what happens he, next season with him. Yeah, I mean he ran quite a few people close. He just too erratic with the tactical changes, I think, from when I played him. I mean, look, it's it's been a good Division One at the end of the day. Very competitive. You know, you can see between you know myself in first and and yourself, Berger. You know, in fifth, there was only what eleven points. I think it is. Mm. Um, you know, not much at all. So it's been a good close fought season, and um, you know everybody did sort of play their part quite well. Um, again, it'll be good to see you back in Division One, River. Um, hopeful about your chances. Not really, but as, as you say, it's a, it's a new game and it's a reset, isn't it? So, yeah, exactly. Um, if I'm going to have a chance, it could well be with new squads, particularly if I get lucky and pick up a good squad and I give like Rhino five million for like choice of the first squads or something. <laughs> I don't think he's going to quite be, uh, you know, go for that one, but we'll see. <laughs> um, so, look, boys, 
we won't dwell on Division One anymore. Okay, I'm not going to be that um, you know sort of self-promoting. We're just going to move straight on because I do want to get this next segment in because it's quite important. It, it frames a lot of what we've been about as a podcast. Um, and again, celebrating the the hundredth podcast would be upset not to to go over it. <laughs> So uh, we're going to go over Controversy Corner. Okay, so this was a much-loved segment of, of the podcast that I think we sort of ta- started talking about around episode 60-odd-ash, maybe. We actually sort of put a name on it. Um, yes. And we decided to go yeah, ahead. We, we sort of used it as an ad hoc segment anyway, talking about the most recent controversies on the site, in the league. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of it's it's pulled up some really interesting things. So I mean, I I've got a list of four here, and Ash, you obviously sort of went back and looked at the one that caused the most controversy and got the most views, comments, etc. So I'll go through these four, and then I want you to chip in if that's all right with that one, and maybe we can drudge up some comments and, and get everybody's opinions on it now. Um, so sort of for me, coming in in number four, in terms of most talked about controversial uh, subjects was uh, Paul Lowe's. For anybody who doesn't know, Paul Lowe's obviously, yeah, he's come last in Division 1 this season, but he's one of those when he's almost struggled sometimes in Division 1, but he's far too good for Division 2. And we've all experienced it. Satie potentially maybe just a little bit newer uh, in terms of being able to get quite um, when this controversy happens. You might have, I don't know. Um, yeah. But, um, but in terms of um, his uh, his son, Leon, who used to actually play on the site as well. Leon, I mean, Berger, you're probably the best person to comment on this. Very, very good FIFA player, wasn't he? Yeah, very good. Very, very good. Very good. You know, sort of foot style player. And he would quite happily put people to the sword, you know, 10-1, 11-2, whatever it might be. Um, there was a rumour continually going round. Because, uh, because Paul never comes on the mic, there was always a rumour going round that essentially when everybody got a hammer in from him, it was always his son playing. And it was always, always a thing that got drushed up, wasn't it, Ash? In, 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 terms of, in terms of Paul. So I think that has to go in there as one of the most... Um, most sort of common occurrences in the podcast. Um, Berger, do you think there was any ever any truth to that? No. I just I think, think so. Paul was such a hot and cold player. Um, you always think things when he plays at school times. I think that's what feeded, uh, fed the uh, fire on that front. <laughs> I corrected myself. He did. Not <laughs> oh, like Stanima. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I think he's just such a hot and cold play. You just question, like, if he was more consistent, you know, he'd be challenging. I think he had that one good year where he'd won Division 1, didn't he? Or was that... I believe so. Yeah, but my, yeah. that my previous reset. He, he did win Division 1, you're right. Yeah. And then he goes and gets relegated the next season, which is... I mean, I think Aaron's done that before, but... Yeah. unheard of, really. So I think that was that was definitely one. Um, Ryan, yeah, before you move on to the, another one, just to yeah. let you guys know, my my son moved in with me several months ago. Oh, did he? And, oh, um, okay, right, I was, okay. I was I was very tempted, but um, as as many of you know, um, Alexander uh, he does love a cutback and a skill move, and uh, so much that he was playing uh, a WhatsApp member. Uh, I think he was nine nil up or something <laughs> after his fifth cutback. The WhatsApp member uh, quit the game and told me he would never play him again. <laughs> so I think you'd be able to tell the difference if it was me or not, or whether That's it was him. That's fair enough. Um, I mean, again, while, while you're still there, Rhino, we're going to go uh, straight to you. So the um, the third one on the list for me was um, was yourself and potentially being 
known and maybe an unfair staple sometimes. Satie would probably disagree, say it's totally fair, as being um, one of the the league's biggest bottlers. What have you got to say about that? Yeah, so I was, um, there were several seasons where I started off well uh, and then sort of dropped into the playoffs towards the end of the season. And that's because our fixtures always seem to be quite similar every year, where I'd start off with some easier games and then have the tough ones at the end and drop into the playoffs and then miss out on the playoffs. And I think I think there was four or five seasons in a row I was in the playoffs but didn't get promoted. But um, I've got I've been promoted three times now, Satie. Um, twice as division winner and once through the playoffs. Are you going to go um, on about how many times you've been relegated? I only been relegated once, Satie. You've and that been was in last division season. two years. Sorry. You've only been in division two two seasons. I've been relegated once. Trust me. Yeah, in two seasons. No, I've been promoted three times and relegated once. And the reason the reason is, Sadie, that once when I was in Division uh, Two, Marcus went from three divisions to four or four to three or whatever. So, um, so I got moved. But so it wasn't uh, your fault. It's the technicality. Only relegated once. And the that sounds very big. Sam. That sounds very big. Sam. So I've lost that. Oh, hopefully I would have lost that tag. Um, you know, won some big games this season. So, I think uh, you have. I yeah. think you have lost that tag. And and I think what it is, Ryan. I'm sorry for interrupting, but I think it does help when you go into them situations. If you lose a couple, next time you're a bit hardened to it. So it helps. It does. <laughs> Right, for the next controversy, and this, again, we are now getting to the top two, I think, for sure. Sorry, sorry, of... sorry, um, sorry, before you go any further, can I just mm-hmm. say something about the, the whole Paul Lowe's thing? Yeah, I, go for I, it. I actually find the whole um, notion and idea of someone else playing for someone is quite out of order. I really do, because I've had that aimed at me as well. Um, and when I played, I think, you know, it's not, it's not a, with Raz, it's it's not nice, you know. Paul Owes is a good player on his day, and and he and, and he can have a bad time as well. When you start saying if you win, oh, it's him playing. If you lose, you know, I think it takes away takes away a lot from that person, and you shouldn't mm. do it. I think again, he's got nice broad shoulders. I think he got that a lot of it was in jest, but sometimes again, especially if there was a good smashing, it did very much yeah. sort of be. Uh, it did come across as. Uh, as, it is, as but it's taking, taking the do you know away. why, Jam? It's because people cannot accept losing a game. That's right. Even Berger said it earlier. You know, he got so angry because of the way the game is. You know, it, yeah. people need to accept losing, and if you can't accept losing, what you know, that's a shame. They're I always totally looking agree. for an excuse. People always looking for an excuse. Football, isn't it? At the end of the day. So the next one, because we need to move on, boys. The next one, and I'm going to come in specific to. I'm going to leave myself out of it. Berger, you're staying out of this one as well. Satie, I'm going to keep you out of it as well. I'm mm. going to go for Bry, and I'm going to go for River, and a bit of Ash. Harry's Wreck-It Ralph mentality in the F1. <laughs> we, uh, Bry, well, Bry, you go, or Ash, you go first. Well, I'm just thinking, because obviously we haven't got too much. I mean, we could just have a podcast in itself for Harry's Wreck-It <laughs> mentality. Um yeah, I mean, there's been many races. I mean, not so much, you know, um, that I've been involved with recently, but um, many, many times where Harry has been the star of the race in some element, not always for, for the good. 
Um, you know, whether that's cutting corners or whether that's trying to cut inside someone um, on a, you know, a short straight and send them into a wall. Um, yeah, it's been, <laughs> it might as well be wreck it, wreck it um, on a Monday night. But yeah, Harry is, I think Harry is part of the F1 though, isn't he? I, I, I think if Harry, you know, decided not to be in the F1, I, I think he'd be missed heavily. Um mm. But yeah, it always so does. Cars. It always does. <laughs> they have more chance of yeah. getting around the track. The but... uh, the F1 repair gods would certainly miss him, wouldn't they? Good deal. <laughs> it does. Um, Manufacturers of wings for... would go down. For it certain. does make for a good discussion. Always like quite seeing what's what's happened in the stream on a on a Tuesday morning. You know when it all gets posted up in the, on a Monday night. But yes, I mean Bry Bry River, you guys are you know sort of well. Um well-versed in, in this particular controversy. Any more comments on that? I think he's... Um, you've got to stick up for him sometimes. He got the reputation probably about three or four seasons ago, and he's got a lot better. And he probably is one of the better drivers in Division 2 if he didn't get so many penalties for his corner cutting. But, of course, when Harry bumps you, that's it. Everyone's moaning. When somebody else bumps you, it doesn't get mentioned too much. So he has been the victim of his own reputation but he is a better driver than he gets credit for mm. and river any comments on that um i'll agree a bit with what Bry said there um he is um he is quick i mean part of that is corner cutting but he, he is quick and probably the reputation does precede him in some respects because if someone else makes the mistake you go oh okay but part of that is because if someone else makes the mistake it's a mistake and it doesn't happen um all the time i think with harry a lot of it is not saying it's deliberate or anything he's not meaning to hit you but it's just a lack of awareness when he just like tries to shoot around the inside of a corner on you and the only thing he can do because he's going so fast is use you as a break and send you flying to the wall so there is an element of um uh, the reputation now it's oh well it's wreck it etc but it's a well-deserved reputation. I think that's fair. Um, boys, the last one for me, or from me, in terms of the controversy corner and, and the well-trodden uh, comments on the podcast, uh, Burger, anyone... Oh, sorry, hashtag anyone but Burger. Um, I think, again, this is purely born out of the fact that you seem to win quite a lot, and I think people, um, you know, Satis Claxon would definitely say so as well, that people got a bit bored of you always winning and maybe a little bit jealous and things, so it was definitely born out of that, but what are your memories and what are your sort of um, uh, sort of comments, I guess, on, on that particular famous hashtag? Um, gosh, I mean, I like it now, to be fair. I find it quite funny, but when he first banded about, he obviously... Annoyed me a little bit, as it would. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's just being part of a community and having, like, a nickname or a catchphrase. I mean, you see all these phrases that people have in their signature where someone has made a certain comment. It just builds memories on that. And, uh, yeah, um, obviously, I'm good at certain games and, you know, I'll get the... Maybe some of it is justified and it isn't, you know, kind of thing. Um, I like to think I've calmed down a lot from those days. Um, bit cheeky here and there, but um, yeah, um, yeah, it's all good laugh. 
I think that the hashtag anyone but burger again it, it's it's easily transferable, isn't it, as well between the F one, the yeah. golf, the the FIFA, etc. So again, it was always one of those things. And again, I think you take it pretty much in jest. But again, unfortunately, you know, you look at I mean, uh, Rhino, you'll know this, but you look at Man United in the nineties and the two thousands, people get jealous. People don't like winners. You know, it's uh, it's one of those things, and I think you've just That's been. That's what I was going to say. It's a compliment, it. isn't it? Yeah, it's a the only one burger thing is actually a compliment, compliment because we're saying he wins all the bloody time. Anyone but him to win. It's a it's a compliment, really. Hundred um, percent. But Ash, there is one controversy corner that sort of outstripped all of them. If you want to go ahead and tell us a bit about that one. Yes, so, you know, we were talking earlier about... Um... Has he fallen asleep? Oh, he's left himself on view. <laughs> hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang, hang on. That there we go. Christ's sake. There uh, we go. On. Even I'm wake slacking up, here because I'm up. starting to fall asleep. Hang on a sec. Right. Go on, carry on. Oh, I was waiting for the sound effects to happen. <laughs> I know, what's going on? <laughs> um, no, um, we were obviously mentioning about, you know, when we sort of started bringing in the controversy corner, we thought it was around episode 60. So it was actually way before then. Um, it was actually really? episode 45. Um, oh, wow. And it was a titled, or the, the, the episode was called, or was titled Cut Back to the Future. And <laughs> the controversy corner, which was around, as you can guess, cutbacks and you know the, the discussion was about what to find as a cutback um you know what was that you know work obviously you know working the ball into the space and then crossing it you know across the keeper and putting it in is it passing against the uh defend you know if it's two and one defender and putting it in um that was one of the first ones we did that generated quite a lot of discussion um both in the forum and obviously on the pod itself um and it definitely, you know, deserves a place in the, in the controversies we've talked about. I mean, so, Sati, you know, you've talked about short corners and stuff. River, you know, we've, we've talked about it as well. I mean, just a very quick straw poll. I mean, is there anything worse than a cutback for you, Sati? Anything in no, terms of no, game exploits? Would, no, what I would say is, and I'm not going to elaborate on this because we're obviously uh, pushed for time. Everyone knows what a cutback is. There's a major difference. When you play online, when I used to play online on seasons before I joined AG, a, cap, a cutback is when you actually go, You, I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but you actually think, Fuck, you know what I mean? Because it's just yeah. a square back to an empty, you know, and you think, really? You should have shot, but you went to the byline and pushed, pushed it back. It is infuriating. I did join AG because I didn't want that. And I still say now... We all know what a cutback is, and if you continue to play like that, to me, that is not what AG is all about. That's my opinion. Um, Rhino, I mean, you know, is um, does Alexander have anything to say for himself, or do I need to go to pain about that? <laughs> Alexander thinks it's hilarious <laughs> when people complain about certain glitches in the game. Um, I... I don't really mind cutbacks as long as, you know, there's not three or four of them in the same game. Um, I might have a little bit of a moan about that, but um, I don't think cutbacks are a real problem. It's very, very rare. I think there's only one player this season in our division uh, that does a lot of them, but he's fairly new to the league or very new to the league. So um, hopefully he'll stop doing that. But yeah, it's not a, not a big issue. Not as big as the uh, 
you know the the kickoff glitch, which some people do, and uh, that's ridiculous. Taking but the ball is, from centre oh, and just dribbling through the fucking whole team is ridiculous. Oh, but it's so funny though, isn't it? Because it's like you you've got yeah, no, exactly, exactly. And do you know what? That claxon is perfectly timed because whether it's cutbacks, whether it's fucking kickoff glitches, whether it's short corners, you know, angled shots is another one. People saying about fucking finesse shots. Yeah, but jam, angle. jam, jam. Oh my god! All those things you've mentioned happen in real football. Yeah, exactly. Mate, it is a four in the game. Say about kickoff glitch. Literally, the FA Cup final, mate. How quick did the Gundogan score against your lot? 13 <laughs> seconds. Defense. 13 seconds. Move. 13 seconds. Come on. Come on. Well, that was from right? um, so that happens as well. It does. I'll have I mean, you there for a second, guys. Probably, probably best. <laughs> probably best, yeah. Probably for the best. Um, yeah. But Berger, um, just quickly, sorry, Stacey. We do you've got Berger. What about yourself? <laughs> it's not. Oh, that's sorry. What about yourself? Any controversies in terms of cutbacks, exploits? Um, cutbacks don't bother me whatsoever. I kind of find funny if someone tries to do a cutback and a fail. Mm. To be honest, um, maybe moving the goalkeeper around. That's a uh, that annoys me a little bit. Um, it's good because we're getting all these different ones. It's quite fun. Yeah. Um, I don't like short corners. Um, so, yeah, I suppose those are the main ones, really. I mean, yeah. the ones that annoy me are like the rebound goals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, there you've got no control of. Uh, you can kind of control a cutback where put a player in between the ball and the player. Um, but anything you can't control and it just doesn't go for you. Um, something like that. I mean, Brian. Sometimes it appears to go through the goalkeeper as well. Does it, you not find that? Yes. You can have the best keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll yeah. be a crap shot, and it'll go straight through you into the into the middle of the goal, and you think, "Wow." Um, that's not a glitch or a controversy, though. That's just the guy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, is, but we're all here because we're bigger than that. Brian, what about yourself? I mean, is it the, um, the particular exploit from you? Is you know, lump it to the big man, land of the giant style. Yeah, if it works. I mean, <laughs> WizFox likes to use the phrase, if it's in the game, it's in the game. So, if it's in that's, real Didn't football, the EA man say that? Well, no, I think uh, WizFox <laughs> is old enough for EA to get it off him. Yeah, fair. But um, um, like, if you see it in normal football, then I'm fine with it. I mean, yeah. it just gets annoying if somebody's abusing the mechanic of the game over and over again. So a cutback's fine, but if you're doing every time you get the ball in attack, you do a cutback, then it gets a bit tiresome. But Yeah, that's exactly my point with the short corners, because it's all well and good saying, oh, these things happen in football. You don't get five corners in a row and everyone's played short. You don't get 15 corners in a game and everyone's played short. It's the same as cutbacks. If, if you do it 15 times in a game, that's just shit. If you do 15 short corners in the game, that's just shit. If it occurs naturally or happens uh, yeah. a couple of times, it's fine. But then with the cutbacks, I mean, on the other side of it, is if you know somebody's going to do a cutback every time, it's easier to defend because you yeah. know what's coming. Well, let's, not turn this into a, let's not turn this into a moaning session. But what I'm saying is, um, Phil, is, and I know Rhino does agree with me here, why would you constantly play into the box when you don't score from it? Why, why would you do that? So there's two sides to everything. So you're exploiting a glitch then by uh, trying to no, play it short every time. But we've had this discussion, say, you should say, let's not. We can spend no, no, three hours on this podcast doing this. No, I, I love know. it. I love it. It's brilliant. 
Look, I'm just saying, why, why cross it in if you're not going to score? Hence the short corner. Why should I guess the argument there, though, so the, the argument there, boys, would be, again, you obviously then, you, you look at trying to diversify your team, so you've got somebody who's a bit taller, you can aim for, etc. Again, it's I've having... I've everything, Jam, and what happens the is the, the ball gets cleared straight to one of River's fast... 99% who runs up the pitch and scores. He, 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 won't, he won't have that with the lower rated players. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, he might do. He'll find he, he definitely will. River will find someone else. <laughs> um, look, we could, like like you just said there, we could go on and on and on, but we are not going to. We are going to start to make the roundup of this special, um, you know, sort of, uh, you know, special celebration of the podcast. So um, we're just going to finish off with two things uh, very quickly. Um, if you could sort of what's the one thing you guys are looking forward to most about the reset? Um, you know, so whether it's the new game, whether it's about the new league set up. Um, Berger, I'll come to you first. Be quick on this, guys. Uh, just starting a new team again and starting from scratch. I think that's what a big part of this site is in building your team to try and compete on whatever tournament there is. It's a nice fresh slate. Yeah. Uh, Brian? I'm looking forward to using lower rated players because it's players you've never heard of and you have to do a bit of research to build your team up. As for the new game, I mean, my wish list every year for the new game is that online friendlies have extra time and penalties. Yes. Oh, God, imagine. You wouldn't have to mess about with golden goal and exactly. cup finals and playoffs. It'd be brilliant. Um, Satie? Uh, yeah, exactly the same, really. I'm, I'm looking forward to the reset. I also think, after I, talk, I spoke to Marcus and Ash the other night, and what's nice about the reset is sometimes you get players and you think you've never heard of them until you watch some Dutch second division game and you think, hang on a minute, I know that player. Yeah. He's in my team. <laughs> so it's nice to use the lesser players and do a bit of research, as Bryce said. Brilliant. River? Uh, yeah, very similar thing with the reset, really. I enjoy team building. I might not be the best FIFA player, but I always think I put together a reasonable side. Mm. Um, I enjoy reasonably building fast. a side. Uh, <laughs> fast side, yeah. Um, I enjoy doing tra- uh, transfers and I enjoy trying to uh, build a side up. And when we are saying earlier about what players we enjoyed losing, the last two resets, I've had Adama Traore from scratch from the reset previously and I had Jeremy Frimpong from scratch from this previously mm. and watched them both go from like 74 rated up to the 80s Frimpong ended in 82 I like having players to do that and I like building the side with the lower rated players so yeah that's it for me an extra time and penalties is a great shout as well so that'd be brilliant if that was brought in mm. uh, Rhino what's your wish list for the next game the, uh, there are three things actually Jam um the first thing is I'm looking forward to picking my team. <laughs> yeah. Um, secondly, I'm looking Sorry, forward... Sorry, was that another sound effect? <laughs> secondly, I'm looking forward to beating Payne Wales. I yep. do like beating Payne Wales. <laughs> and um, thirdly, um, I'm hoping some of the old guys come back. Um, Sofa, Bertie, um, maybe Sweaty, Naked. Uh, there's quite a few, actually. So I think... The reset will be good to get some of the old guys back in the leagues. Mm. Yeah, fantastic. That's a good, really good point. Uh, Ash, anything for you? Um, well, on the new FIFA, the introduction of VAR. No, no, no. Joking, joking, joking. <laughs> oh, God. No. Um... <laughs> <would explode. laughs> no, um, as others have alluded to, you know, 
the lower rated players, getting them back in the league, um, doing the full reset, um, you know, is going to be really, really good. As as Bryce said, you know, exploring those players, having to research. I mean, one of the things that I actually quite liked doing, um, you know, was looking at, you know, the sort of lower rated players. Who's who's a, who's a wonder kid? Who's doing, you know, who's a good chance to go and do well in real life in the season? You know, I had yeah, um, rating, Flo so. Balogun for, was my key. I brought him in early. I think he was like a 71 when I brought him um mm. in and he stayed with me for pretty much the entire time and he ended up you know with a nice little upgrade for the end my keeper um vicario um the goalkeeper's in italy um you know he i had him when he was a 71 72 he's now up to an 80 i mean thank god the reset has come because obviously no, he's say, just signed yeah. for tottenham so i'd have had to have got rid of him um but yeah no um it, it, i'm looking forward to it the reset will be good and um yeah roll on uh, roll on September. So for me, I mean, very quickly, my thing is 100%. I can't quite remember who said it now. I think it might have been Bry, it might have been Satie. I do apologise. Um, but again, it's having to research. So coming up against Riverman and thinking, right, which one of these players is quick? Okay, all of them, but yeah, fair enough. Um, but having to, you know, look at someone's team and do a bit of research on Sofifa to see what you come up against rather than seeing, right, okay, that's Wolf Zahar, that's bloody Lukaku. I know who these guys are. You know, coming across people, you're like, Jesus Christ, he's good. Who's that? You know, and having to sort of go through it. The second point alludes to very much what Rhino said in terms of the team picks. And for me, I said this to Marcus before, I'd really like to see a situation where the team picks are relatively blind. So Rhino gets to see the kit. He gets to see, you know, the, the franchise, as it were. And instead of seeing the entire squad and having to pick that, we literally just see the MVP of that team. So, you know, it could be, this, the you know, what? 74 rated, whatever. Sorry, I'm demeaning your um, your your chance of a good pick now. Um, but for me, I, I would love to see it that it's a case of you see the franchise, so the kits, and you see the best player and only the best player. Because, again, let's take you, for example, uh, Phil. You might see Adama Traore sat there. You're like, right, I don't care what the rest of the team looks like. I don't even care what the kit's like. I'm going for that team because it's got Adama Traore in. And the rest of the team might be absolutely slow as anything. But you know so you've what, got that one player. When we did it last so time, though, Jam, we didn't pick. Um, it was Joe's bingo ball machine. No, no, I get it. But what I'm saying is it'd be nice. I think that would be good. So, again, you everybody starts with 10 million or whatever it might be. And it's a case of the, you then, again, whether so how it's a case... So decide who picks? Sorry, am I, I don't, missing I something? No, 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 but no. no, no. What, this is just... Jam, what have I won yeah. exactly then? <laughs> see, no, 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 no. You've won. No, no. I'm not saying this is going to even happen. This is what I would like to see, but I'm saying is in... <laughs> I remember when Riverman bid on Adama Traore. He bid on on it. We all saw the teams. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I'm saying we go back to something like that where you bid on them, but it's very much a case of that you bid on them, but all you can see is that best player. Yeah, I think, means, the... I think he means you aside, Rhino. You've won. You've won what you've won tonight. I do get it, what you're saying. Do you see the you best player? I take that away from me now. <laughs> no, no, God forbid, Rhino, we're going to do that. <laughs> I quit. Uh... I quit, Marcus. <laughs> right, and on that note, on that note, because we do need to wrap up, because if you've listened to this point, fair play. Um, but again, we do need to start wrapping up. So, Ash, um, I'm going to hand back over to you. Um, have you yeah. got... Um, uh, a thing there. Oh, I, I, sorry. I don't think we actually mentioned it as well. Just very quickly, um, the tournament in the off season. Um, Soggy Cabbages is very graciously donated um, some FIFA points. Uh, not FIFA points. Sorry, some Microsoft points to the uh, to the winner. 
um, or to how, whoever wins or wins something, whether it's the best goal, etc., uh, they will win some uh, some some MS points um, donated by Soggy Cabbages. So thank you very much, Soggy. That's very gracious of you uh, to do that. Um, but Ash, um, Marcus actually sent us through a bit of a statement, didn't he, just to um, to, to go through. So have you have you got that to hand? Yes, yes, I have. Um, I'll I'll, I'll, you, you're you're from the south. You're closer to Downing Street, so you go ahead. You read it. Uh, <laughs> you're more statesmanly than me. <laughs> okay, right. So yes, yeah, so the following is from Marcus. Um, so uh, I just wanted to thank you to you both for your contribution to such a great feature on the site. One hundred episodes is no mean feat. It's so difficult to keep a momentum running, as I will know, but you guys have done a tremendous job, and a full credit goes to you both. I know it has been a real challenge at times to get that engagement, but you keep on churning out great content, podcast after podcast regardless. To see where you have come from on the first podcast till now, it's like a totally different show, and the way you execute it is fantastic. Thanks to all the members who have taken time to contribute again, their content brings something special to each episode. AG wouldn't be the same place if we all had the same opinion, and for those who haven't been on the show before, then you need to get your asses in gear. And just on quickly on the plans for the near future. Thanks to everyone who took part in the future of the site thread. The site is was a shadow of its former self and for whatever reason we need to bring that community feel back. I don't want us to sit back and just accept being here. It's our community. Contribute in a positive manner. Champions League is about to kick off this weekend with a full reset coming in the leagues on the new game should reinvigorate us as a community. Onwards and upwards. Fantastic. I mean, again, so a fair bit to unpick from that. Um, again, it'll be really nice to obviously jump straight in back into the Champions League, which is going to kick off very soon, which is is good. Obviously, the leagues will be happening not too in the distant future as well. Um, and as Marcus said, I think you know, again, very self-serving, of course, but you know, Ash, uh, you know, well, well done for getting us to the hundredth episode, mate. Again, couldn't do it without you. Um, and and thank you very much to again, Bry. River, Burger, you guys obviously have been on quite a bit, but thank you very much to everybody who's contributed. I know Rhino, you've done some, say to you have as well, mate. So, um, and everybody, you know, Joby, you know, who who helped kick us the whole thing off. Um, Jay Lizzle, who used to be a member on the site, he was one huh. of the people, uh, you know, he was involved in the the sort of the birthing of the podcast. You know, why don't you do a podcast about the site? Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Um, you know, so fair play to everybody involved in getting us to where we are. Um, again, without you guys, I think is I like to think, you know, again, blowing our own horn, but it is a good contribution um, in terms of the features that, that we were on the site, and it's it's nice to be a part of. So um, so thank you very much, um, and in letting us talk for ninety minutes and probably bore. The arse is off you with uh, with how this season's gone and the fact that we're champions, Ash. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we make the most of it because it's not going to happen again. And and Rhino, sorry, and Rhino. And Rhino. Uh, and what about player <laughs> champion? No, 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 no. We I mean, look, mate. We need to draw the line somewhere. I mean, come on, you, mate. You only had to beat, you know, what is it, Joe Morris and Mark. So you know, that's that's that don't count. Um, <laughs> but look. Um, we're going to leave it there, boys. Thank you so much for coming on and, and giving up quite a bit of time this evening. So um, very quickly, if you want to say goodbye, Satie, first of all, thank you for the um, the sound effects, mate. Yeah, thank you very much for inviting me on. And it's been a privilege to be invited. And uh, yeah, well done. I know you've already said it, but you do a great job on the podcast. So well done. Thank you very much, mate. Appreciate it. Rhino? Yeah, great work, lads. Uh, thanks for having me on. Really enjoyed it. Uh, and it was a good one for the hundreds. Thank you very much, Burger. Yeah, thanks for having me on and being invited. Thanks, Saiti.
Uh, yeah, and uh, well done to getting 200 and hopefully another 100 more. I see, 100 I, I, not out. I Hang on, I missed... <laughs> Two, yeah. Fry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, well done on getting to the 100 and uh, strength to strength on for another 100. <laughs> Riverman, <laughs> please don't say that. that, that yeah, don't I'll, say I'll, the number. I'll, say 99 I'll, plus one. It's going to be like Beth, isn't it? You can't say it. Yeah, um, yeah no, just echo all the previous thoughts um, and comments, really. Um, thanks for having me back on. I say it's something, it is a vital part, as Marcus said there, of what we do. It's uh, podcasts I'm not on, I'll always listen to because it's always interesting to hear what's going on and members' points of view. So, yeah, thanks for having me on all these times. And I hope people don't get too bored listening to me when it is me on them. But well done to you too. You are really the driving force behind it. No, thank you very much, mate. Again, I appreciate you coming on and again for, for contributing as you have done uh, over these. Uh, these 99 plus one episodes. <laughs> um, Ash, <laughs> Ash um, again, like we said, you know, I will say it one more time, say to you, but you know, 100 not out, mate. Here's the next 100. Um, and uh, and AG, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you on the 101 episode. <laughs> thank you very much, guys. Have a great uh, morning, evening, whenever you're listening to this, etc. Take care. Bye bye. Oh,